Thank you for tuning in to the Dr. Leslie Inspires podcast, where we empower, educate, and inspire mothers and sons to recognize, understand, and free themselves from difficult mother-son relationships. More on this podcast content can be found in Dr. Leslie's book entitled The Selfish Mother's Survival Guide. And you can get your copy today on Amazon. If you need to renew your mind, then you are in the right place. And now your host and mindset coach, Dr. Leslie. You know, that was one of the, that was one of the, the moments within myself where I was kind of just like, and, and I expressed this to Candace, like, you know, I needed somebody to talk to. And I ended up telling my dad something that I hadn't told anybody else um, because I needed somebody to talk to that would listen and that I knew wouldn't be biased, and, you know, or, or necessarily judge me. And I knew that based on our past previous conversations, he knew he wasn't really in a position to do anything but listen. You know, and I expressed that to him. I expressed my, my traumas to him. And then after that, it was kind of like I said, I just started recalling like, dang, I don't, you know, my mom didn't influence me to do music. You know, it was my dad. It was, you know, in part my brothers, but my dad was very adamant. Like he found out I played the trumpet and he's like, oh, I, I'm Miles Davis CDs, Miles Davis. And I don't care for the trumpet necessarily, but like I love Miles Davis now. And, you know, all these different forms of music really helped me to now find myself because music is how I was able to best express myself. And it's like, uh, you know, my mom did great, but she didn't know how to pinpoint this area. And my dad obviously didn't either, but he got lucky. And, you know, I have to give him that. Well, I don't have to, but I do give him that credit because, you know, I'm I'm really, I'm just, I'm really grateful to have my gift. Yeah. I'm really just grateful for it. I really Let me am. tell you something. You have just said so, so much. The reason Dr. Leslie Inspires exists is because working in the school system, working with young men at my school that I founded, the Lord gave me this vision, but I saw a lot of mothers who were babying their sons. They Mm -hmm. were, (laughs) there's only so far that she can take him. But a lot of women are ending up doing the job of even though you can't be the mother and the father, she's still trying to hold the fort down for him. And sometimes the fathers are there. Sometimes they're not. Sometimes they're there, but they, you might as well not be. Right. Absent. Yeah. Yes. And so the reason that Dr. Leslie inspires exists is because there are, I, I want fathers and I see these in the young men that I work with. I'm like, man, this is going to be somebody's father one day. This is going to be somebody. This is somebody's brother. This young man. And I may see them with a lot of talent, but sometimes because of the relationship with the mom and it can be positive, it can be negative, it can be non-existent. But I know in my gut, they're not going to go as far as they can. The only thing I want is I want fathers to understand their role. I want fathers to understand that God made them first. God made men to be the heads of their household. But so many of the men are coming from households where women are not really teaching them certain things. They're either not 
teaching them responsibility. They are not holding, holding them responsible or accountable. And so you have these young men who go through life who they don't understand responsibility. They, they, don't, they don't feel accountable to anybody. And so those are the ones who end up in jail. And mom, she did the best that she could. But there's a place where she could have stopped doing certain things. And then you have those women who have these men who, who they have fathers who want to be in the lives of their sons, but she won't let them. Mm-hmm. You also have women who are the man is in their life. He's in the home, but she still won't let him be the father of his son. Right. Girls and boys need their father. But if we as women keep holding them back, even as young men, as as young boys, we don't allow them to grow because you have some women. It's just it's so it's a plethora of challenges with this whole mother son relationship thing. But some women, they won't let their son grow up. They won't let him make decisions. As a result, he doesn't know how to make decisions. Then you have some women who let their son, they're the complete opposite. He's making too many decisions. He shouldn't be making that decision. She needs to step in at this point and make this decision for him. So it's, it's, it's such a fine line into all of these things. But here you are telling the story now. You were angry at your father, but God still allowed him to have a say even in your adult years to where you could forgive him and see his value right and and actually got to give myself this pub right here this book Uh right here is about all of that because i had to forgive my father we're we still don't really talk we still don't talk as a matter of fact but i had to get to the point where in order for me to move in god that place that i was telling you it was during the time my mother was sick The Lord just started showing me all these different things. And you just start seeing, you know, what? Mm. Like, what am I mad about? Like, I can't change it. Right. You know what I'm saying? I I can't change him. There's nothing I can do about it. So I'm going to go ahead and accept him for him. And I'm going to wipe the dust off my feet and I'm going to move on. Because you don't want to, you don't want to die. You don't want to get at that last place we talked about full of unforgiveness and anger because you can't change that person. And being angry is really building up in your own body. Yeah. It's having you're the one who are carrying it is you're the one who's got to feel it is you're the one who will be getting sick at some point when you're young, you might get away with it. But when you old, that's where all those health challenges start coming up. You know, you see a lot of people, I can look at them and I'm going to say, bitter and angry person and it's showing up now it's manifesting in your health so let it go let it go i know there's some people why you forgive them what what honestly and and we have to and um i don't know if you ever read the four agreements but that's where i learned about uh i learned that's where i learned what you just said like i if me being angry at you is actually like affecting me more than it's affecting you even if i attack you and hurt you like i'm actually still hurting myself because you're only going to have negative energy towards me all the time now so now i'm going to be having to feud off negative energy even when i'm not even like it'll and it's it's just you know 
gotta let it go. You have to let it go. That's actually one of the bars in my my most recent song. You know, can't change it. Can't change it. I ain't worried. I go back to putting work in. You know, I only, I only feel myself. I don't tap into my purpose. But yeah, that's definitely something that I um I agree with wholeheartedly. I had to just like you know, I'm just like man, like you said, what am I? What am I mad for? You yeah. you're the one who's really upset because you know you lost out on my years. I'm upset because I wish I had you there, but like you're here now. So I'm either gonna make the most of that or regret wow. the finish line. So wow. But you know what, Christian, as easy as you make that sound, there are some people they still hold on to that past and they just can't. Oh I, no, and I and I get that too though. And I get yeah. that too because I'm I'm going through and we I spoke about this with Candace yesterday just like I didn't get any I had no blueprint with relationships at all like I didn't see I didn't or I'll say I didn't experience too many good relationships didn't understand like I just had no but I jumped in and like you're, you're talking about a junior in high school unsure about himself ends up in a relationship that leads like into what 20 21 years old mm-hmm. and then going into another relationship following that and it's just like no no idea and now i'm like dang like i'm i should know about the, like i didn't my dad didn't talk but it's like i can't be mad at him i do get mad at him don't get me wrong but like it's not anything i'll you take hold on on. To it. yeah right. yeah it's like okay i'm mad because i don't know this how do we how do we how do we figure out how to do this the right way you know, what do I got to do? I need time to myself. Do I need to be in church more? Do I need to be? So now I'm I'm at a point in my life where I can kind of begin to diagnose myself mm-hmm. uh, mm. and, and, and grow and grow out of that anger through through that diagnosis. Like, OK, well, <laughs> your issue is not with him. It's with the fact that he didn't teach you this. So you want to learn this. Go learn it now because you never you told yourself you didn't need them for anything else. And it's got you here. So use that same energy. Just have a different perspective on it. Let it be positive. And then, you know, and then go talk to him about it. If it's still bothering you, you know, dad, you didn't you didn't you know, you weren't there for this. And so. So you have a relationship with him now? Absolutely. Yeah. um, Yeah. We we speak. Uh, We speak. We speak for sure. I just I've been. Yeah, we we have a relationship. <laughs> a little, wow. a, not, not as close as you know we would probably both like it to be, but it's better than what it was. It's better than what it was. It's better than but what do it you was. You feel like you are a better man, or you are becoming a better man as a result of having a relationship with your father, even though it's not what you want it to be. It's not what it used to be. Uh, I, I guess you could say that. I guess you could say that. I'll say. I'll say this. My decision to forgive my father and his his health condition i'll say because he's had like a few strokes and stuff so he's he was more of a like an arrogant kind of but now he's a lot more humble he's a lot you know he's he's eh, not as kind i'll say but he's he's just a nicer guy than what somebody may have remembered him so just kind of seeing that in him and just my forgiving him and just seeing how it made him feel happy i'll say that has help me to become a better man because I don't want anybody to be, I don't want to be the reason for anybody's, you know, distress or negativity or, or anything. Well, not that I would be the reason for that beyond them, but yeah, I don't want to, I just don't want to be a part of that nucleus or around that nucleus. And I just see how when I purposely don't interact with my dad, it has an effect on him. And like, we've spoken about it and I can tell like, as a man, like he's like, 
He feels guilty. He feels guilty in a way. So he's got to forgive himself. Yes, and he does, and he does. But all that, me just, like, seeing him in that condition and, like, drawing back to, like, that's my dad. Like, I love the guy. It's All that has made me just be a better person in general. Like, now I'm, my mom would tell you, I'm pulling up at the house every, you know, every now and again now to take my sister driving or if, if they got company over, like, I don't really like more my mom is doing a bunch of stuff. Like, mom, you sit down and go eat by the fire and just chill. And uh, like, you I about to make mom. me cry. <laughs> That's called manning up. Yeah, manning and I'm, yeah, so up. I'll hey, definitely man. say that, that has allowed me to begin to, to definitely man up. Just be honest with myself, even, and I told Candace uh, this too yesterday, like, in my relationship, having to be honest, like, as crazy as maybe some of the stuff we've been through has been and stuff. It's like, I know, and I'm, it's not that it's all my fault, but I know that I have not been my best self in my current relationship. I know that I haven't been my best self as a brother, as an uncle and all these things. Not to say that I've been bad, but there's just more that I can do. And there's, you know, there's better that can be done, more that can be done. And I just want to, like you said, man up and get out of this generation's perception of what a man is. And, you know, Get back to uh, I don't want to say what get God back. God says a man. What God, says. yes, exactly. So, so that brings me to, and then I'm a, I, I have we're gonna have to pick up another time because okay, okay. oh my gosh, this is so good because one of the things she told me yesterday after your conversation, she said, well, he did say that he doesn't want to get married. He said that he doesn't want. I think she said you don't want kids, and then I'm she said. She said that he, because he had never really seen a relationship, he doesn't. And I thought, oh my gosh, see things that seem so small to other people. I, I mean, like I dig into them. I'm yeah. I'm a, a people person, kind of like your mom. That's why we, we've been <laughs> friends for like forever, but we're kind of the same in that manner. We want to analyze everything, every situation. Yeah, everything. <laughs> and so but that was profound because in one on one hand, when I'm talking to you today and I'm thinking about the initial interview that we had and then I'm thinking about what she said right there, that part is not God. That part is not biblical, but that is another scar from your past right. because God wants you to be married to a woman and be fruitful and multiply and replenish. I want to I touch on it. So we didn't we didn't get into the children. And that okay. is what I was saying. Like, I was more on the fence with because I just don't. Well, with, with both of them, it's a fear for both of them. I just like I said, I've never experienced a healthy marriage. Like I've seen one. My aunt and uncle have been married and it's seemingly healthy. But like I've never lived in a household where and, and I use the example like the ring. And I, I think my little sister might have asked might have asked um my mom's husband like you know why why you're or I forgot who it was it doesn't matter but he didn't have on his wedding band he had on like a, a go out the house ring or whatever but he was like she was like you know what where's your why don't you why do you swap your ring out and he's like well because this isn't you know this isn't to be worn necessarily at the this is my this is this is still my wedding band but it's what I wear to work not my whatever thousand dollar ring or whatever and I was just like little stuff like that, understanding that. Like I didn't, if I'm being honest, I didn't like I wasn't even, I didn't know that the ring went on a certain finger. And I, I just didn't know because I was just it's just not stuff you know. But yeah, with the kids, 
I was saying that's more so they're both more so a fear because of just how this world works. So with the kids, yeah. I just don't know if I want to bring a child into this world. I honestly don't because it's it's just yeah, it's just a lot. It's just and, and when I say it's a lot, I mean the influence where like you had to be worried about like what your kids saw on the TV that you could regulate. Like I couldn't just go on my TV at home when I got home from school and look at any channel like I had to put in a passcode if I wanted to watch BET or something. So like they were way more regulated and you had to more so worry about what your child saw outside. Whereas mm -hmm. like now kids aren't going outside, but yet they have access to the world. Yes. That's scary to me because it it's very difficult to actually limit iPad uses. Like there are a lot of loopholes in children who use the internet so much better than us. I promise you, they will find out how to get around whatever you put in. in, in two and three years old. At two and three, and it's a, and to them, it's a, it's like a game. It's like a brain game. It's a challenge. Like, okay, I can't access what I want. How do I get it? Okay, YouTube, I know I can look up. And it's like stuff we should be doing for careers and stuff they're doing to get what they want. Um, So that's why I was just more so skeptical about the kids because there's just so much influence, and they're allowing that's anybody good. to call themselves an influencer nowadays. Yeah. Um, the, the marriage is more than documentation. The re response to that, because when we were having that conversation, we were FaceTiming and I said, well, what? I said, that's a God issue. I said, uh, he, and, and so she said, well, mom, this is the Instagram conversation we should be having. This is, you can have, so, so she's trying to teach me what we were talking about earlier. This is what you yeah. put on Instagram. It don't always have to be just right and perfect. Make it at the moment to where you're having a conversation. So I said, well, I don't think I said there's many people who have not seen a healthy marriage or healthy relationship, but that's when you say God, because we're always trying to create a team for him. We're always trying to create something that is going to help him and others come into the kingdom of God. So right. when you think about children, you may not want them now, but you don't necessarily say, I think you said it right. I don't know if I want to bring. Yeah, because I do want children. Thing. That's like one of my, that's been, I, I grew up without a dad. So like my biggest thing growing up was like, I'm going to be a better dad than, you know, there like, you so go. I already, I, I, I wanted, I want kids. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm just afraid of this world. Like if, if I'm yes. ready to have kids in five years, like, I don't know where this world going to be at in five years. I really don't. I know. And I say the same thing. And you know, they say at the end, woe unto the woman who was given childbirth during this time. But the key is if you do, you want to raise that child up in the admonition of the Lord. And you have to like have so much control over that child to where when you speak as the father it's just like when God is speaking, we should be able to tune our ears into his voice. But when right. you have children, even your little sister, you want her to the point where when you call her name, she's like, it bothers me to no end. This is another thing why Dr. Leslie Inspires exists. I can't stand when I see a child and a parent has to call them three and four times. I'm talking about one and two and three years old. If yeah. I call you, Christian, come here, you need to be moving to me the first time. Right. Because say, for example, you're going to the street and I say, Christian, 
Christian and you haven't locked into my voice to understand when she calls me, she means business. When my father calls me, he means business. I know that sound. Let me stop what I'm doing right now. Turn my head to what they're saying and figure out what is my next move. Yeah. If a mother or a father doesn't have that in their child very early, you've got a problem. You've got a problem. And so when I see that, it bothers me to no end. But you, as a father going into adulthood, you know, you kind of have to say, if if I do, I will have control. But it's because I'm in right relationship with the Lord. Yes. I'm going to bring my child up in the admonition of the Lord and come hell or high water. My children are going to see a healthy marriage. You know yeah. what I mean? You have to like take that kind of control and ownership over your life. And you're still, I mean, like you haven't made any mistakes. I don't know if you made any mistakes, but you don't have any children right now. Yeah. Not, you have a fresh start. You know what I mean? Absolutely. You can do so much damage to the kingdom of darkness i hear it i hear it i hear it in everything that you say so you can just continue to use that anointing not just for your music but for the children of yours who are not here yet for the children that you will influence when you go and speak to them in these schools you know it's it's, it's all about everything you do everything that you do everything that you don't do everything that you say everything that you don't say yeah Somebody is watching you and they're going to say you and you impact people, Christian, that you don't even know how and when you impacted them. It could have been I said hello to him and he looked at me with a smile and he said hello. And a lot of times people of his stature or his nature, you don't know how people are perceiving you. He looked at me with a smile. and He spoke. You're like, well, what else was I supposed to do? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But for them, you made an impact on them and it lasted for a lifetime, um, you know, so. Absolutely. We can go on and on and I'm on. I'm about to say, I still, if we're not going to finish, I got to still clear up my, my marriage because it oh. wasn't that I'm, I'm not against marriage. It's just I don't have a full under, I don't have a good enough understanding of yes. the document, the legal aspect of marriage. Oh, yes, she did tell me that. Oh, I don't need to sign a piece of paper based on this. That yeah. piece of, the, the thing is, with marriage, the paper is not the thing. You've got people who are who signed that paper, who went into that covenant with, not with God. Uh, it's a piece of paper. Your covenant when you get married is with God. That's why when people get married, a lot of times the devil doesn't like it. And they start having so many problems. That's why you got to be locked into Jesus before you get married. And you have to make that covenant and say, baby, no matter what, we're not getting a divorce. There's nothing. And be like Celia and her sister on the color purple. Nothing can keep us apart. You know, so you have to say that at the beginning, but you got to get the training so that you know and understand because problems are going to come. I don't care yeah. who you are. If you have a marriage and they say, oh, we don't never have problems. We get along. They're lying. They're lying. But when you understand that there are people who are married and been married for 40 and 50 years because of that piece of paper. But guess what? They're no more married than me and the man on the moon. 
but they are tied by that piece of paper. You know a real marriage when you see it. They're together, but it's something that is in between them. And that is Jesus. That's that three chord that Uh, cannot be uh, easily broken. Jesus, the man and the woman. But you have to get that understanding beforehand. So that piece of paper, you can sign a piece of paper all day long and it means nothing. Some men do it and they're cheating on their wife and they're, they're getting married the next day or she's cheating on her husband. They get married the next day and she's either getting married for security. She's getting married for because that's her baby's father. But it's not the right reason. It's not that they, they don't want to be lo- alone for the rest of their life. Man, this thing is deep. It is deep. And I I mean, from the perspective that you are speaking, I commend you for being honest with yourself. The next step is to just get the proper biblical education on it, because even biblical education is, is hard enough with that. But when you have that anchor, it helps to sustain you. You know, people say I do, but a lot of people never say Come hell or high water, we we're not getting a, a divorce. We're gonna figure it out. But yeah. you gotta love the person at the beginning. You have to love as the man. She has to respect as the woman. Uh. That's the two. That's the biggest difference. And those are the two things that we don't know how to do. Women do not know how to respect a man, and a lot of men do not know how to love one woman. I can agree with that. I can definitely agree with that. <laughs> and a lot of times we stay in the wrong relationships too long. Mm, that, cutting them. That's a fact. That is a fact. <laughs> so we're gonna end this now because we can keep going. We're gonna we're gonna set up a different one. But I'm gonna be in contact with you, Christian. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Yes. Good I, talking I, to I, you. Thank you so much. I always appreciate it. Always appreciate yes. it. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Talk soon. Alrighty. See you. Okay. Bye bye. loved this episode. If that sounds like you, please consider helping someone else by rating, reviewing, and following the show. This helps us support more mothers and sons and move them toward the peace of mind they desire. And if you want to be a part of the DLI community, send us an email at info at drlesliinspires.com and be sure to include your name and email address so that we can add you to our email list for updates. For additional resources, you can visit our website at www.drlesliinspires.com.